Hi, I'm Jane. Some people call me the serial dater of Scotland. Some say I've been bashed with the unlucky and love stick. I call it my journey to kissing as many frogs as I can until I meet Prince Charming. I recently published my debut book on my dating disasters called 30 Reasons to Swipe Left, which features fetishes, funerals, fingers and flatulence. My current relationship status is taken. Who would believe it? Hi, I'm Jade. I'm a dating coach, columnist and a speed dating host. I'm often on the radio and various other podcasts to share my own dating stories as a single lady, as well as giving dating advice. I have a passion to help singles feel empowered and confident. My current relationship status is single. So Jane, shall we tell our listeners how you and I met? Let's do it. So I had seen your Instagram already and I think I already followed you and I remember somebody asking for podcast recommendations on the Glasgow Girls Facebook group and I seen that you had commented Luana and I was like well that's what I was about to write that's my favourite as well. We're big fans. (laughs) We are big fans Luana please listen. (laughs) And then during lockdown we both ended up being at a book club over Zoom. I loved it. Yeah, I I feel like over lockdown, there was just so many different groups available. And it was just so weird because we were chatting to each other on socials and then we saw each other for the first time over Zoom. And then it wasn't, I don't know how many months it was after that when we saw each other in person. It was just so weird because we felt like we'd known each other for so long because we're chatting online. Yeah, because I had messaged you just after the book club because then we started talking about the book and then other books, dating books, and you had mentioned that you were thinking of one and that you had really liked my blogs. And then remembering that you were a Luana fan, I let you know that I was going to be on the radio that week with Anna Williamson. Yes. And then you said that I did really well and then we FaceTimed and then <laughs> that's been it. It was, a, it was a whirlwind, really. We've just got so much in common and... This is why we kind of started this podcast because everything we do is all about dating and we just want to share as many stories and speak to as many guests about dating. And what was so great for us as well is most of us, because you know we're in our 30s, most of our friends are settled down. Yeah. And being single and going on so many Tinder dates that are just failing all the time, it's really hard to talk to your friends who have been in relationships since before the Tinder days. Yeah. So the fact that we found each other when we both shared our stories out there anyway. Yeah. But to be able to build a friendship on that common ground. And I think as well, dating is different now because of the pandemic. Most people are now working from home. It's not the usual, let's go out for drinks after work and hopefully bump into someone. It's a lot different now. So there is more people going online to do the swipe um and we're here to give you tips and advice on that because it's not a bad thing you know a lot of people still have judgment like oh you know it might be some creepy people there's gonna be creepy people in person as well so it's just we're gonna give you lots of tips on how to um swipe left to those ones and how to look for the right person i host speed dating events so i can't wait to share more about that and meeting in person and no judgment from the two of us because we've we've been through it all especially Jane (laughs) through well yeah I've been through it all (laughs) it's crazy to think the the dates I've been on and I mean that's why I wrote the book you know there's just so many 
bad dates, but I have met a lot of amazing people through online dating as well. So why don't you tell everyone about your book and why you wrote it? So basically, I was having a conversation with my friends. Uh, This was actually Christmas 2018 and they were slagging me as usual. We just have that kind of banter on the, the group chat and they kept talking about all the bad dates I have been on. And I kind of thought, you know, I need to write these down because these are going to be golden when I'm like an old lady. I can look back and laugh at all the crazy dates. Uh, So that's how it all began. And I started uh, writing these stories down. And before you know it, I had so much content. And that's when, you know, through encouragement through my friends, we're like, you need to write a book. Um, uh, So that's how it all began uh, through being on really bad dates. It led to a book. I was so honoured when you sent me your book to have a read and I am a fast reader anyway but as well as working throughout the day I did read it in two two evenings Um, and what was great about it is I love that it's the 30 different chapters so it's really accessible for anybody you can binge it like I did or you could just read like a little chapter while you jump on the train or well the kettle's boiling it's so clever how you've done that and I think my favorite thing is the title of every chapter (laughs) it's honestly hilarious we'll need to get something up on social so that people can see all the titles do you have a favorite title um I would say oh god there's I'm trying to think back there's so many obviously there's 30 but um how important is four inches after all because it's quite tongue-in-cheek people think it's going to be about a particular thing it might be might not be just get the book and find out (laughs) available on amazon (laughs) it's so funny i was actually saying to a friend um, the other day that i was sitting at um my desk at work and i have this little sign that says i work hard so my cat can have a better life and i was looking at it while thinking about you and your book and i was like i wonder if this is four inches <laughs> i've been doing that quite a lot recently and that just sounds so wrong i'm always like how many inches is that <laughs> um so like we said you've got 30 chapters about 30 disastrous dates 30 seems like a lot of mm-hmm. disastrous dates how did you find that you could keep going after so many dates I think I just had hope. I really wanted a relationship. And I kept thinking after each bad day, I thought the next one can't be as bad. So it was one of those things where you're like, okay, the next one has got to be better. I've been on like 10 bad dates now. So the next one's got to be the winner. But I think as well, part of me kind of found these dates quite funny as well. So I'm quite a positive person. So even if they went wrong, I kind of thought, what's the positive for this situation? I had good banter from my friends, like they slide me off and um, you've got to laugh at bad dates. That's the only way to get through it is have a laugh and think the next one can't be as bad. <laughs> I mean, some certainly for me, some of them were like one after the other, bad, bad, bad. But, you know, I've been on amazing dates online and it just didn't work because of... Um, location maybe or the person just wasn't looking for a safe relationship so uh but anyway back to your question hope was definitely the reason that made me continue to online date I love that and my tagline is an optimistic bitch on the classic quest (laughs) um so yeah I think that's another thing that we definitely have in common so I can't wait for more people to read your book and we'll definitely talk about it throughout the series 
I think it's going to be made into a Netflix series. It would be okay. such a great watch. So who do you think would play you? Oh, I, you know, see the the actress from Bridesmaid. I think her name's Kirsten. I want to say Rick. Mm-hmm. I think she is, would be perfect because I don't know, just her character in Bridesmaid. She's very like, especially in the first scene, she's just like sleeping with this guy who she's she's not even enjoying the moment, but because he's so hot and so fit, she just keeps going back with him. And it's just her facial expressions. I'm like, I've been there, I've been there. You get with the hot guy, he's so shit in bed, but you kind of like the fact that he's really hot and got a good body. Um, but she, cause she's got that kind of comic comedic timing as well. I just would love her to play this, my like dating life in a movie for sure yeah her timing is actually perfect and I think every single woman who watches that movie will be like I've been there you know when you're just like and see the bit when she um wakes up in the morning puts a little bit of makeup on <laughs> let's face it I have done that with some yep, girls before <laughs> too old now I don't care anymore but I have definitely done that in the past yeah which makes it so relatable Okay, Jade, let's turn the tables now. So can you tell everyone what made you decide what made you decide to become a dating coach? <laughs> that is a question I get all the time. And it was never really a decision. It just sort of happened. So I'm actually gonna to have to go back to a little bit over a decade to when I was at university. And I wrote my dissertation on how single women are portrayed in the media when looking for Mr. Right. So I looked at fairy tales, I looked at Jane Austen, I looked at Sex and the City. And you think they might all be really different, but they're absolutely the same. Mm -hmm. So I just always had this sort of interest in the whole finding Prince Charming, finding Mr. Right. It was actually always a little bit of an obsession of mine. Maybe that's a really fun dissertation. I know, right? <laughs> Everyone's dissertation is normally like such a slog, but I feel like that dissertation, you'd be like quite excited to get back to it and write about it. Yeah, it was. It was really exciting and it was great because in the sex in the city style trying to be Carrie Bradshaw I actually did a uh, like honor all of my girlfriends nice and it you know like the one who was optimistic and the one who was cynical and um besties before testies besties before testies <laughs> every time and actually just as I said that there I've just realized that all of the people I dedicated it to are still in my life and they're still the one who's cynical, the one who's optimistic. <laughs> anyway, so I did that. And then shortly after, I had moved up to Edinburgh with my best friend um, from uni. And that's just when this kind of online dating world had opened up uh, before we were on our phones because we didn't have smartphones then because I'm that old. Um, <laughs> but we'd log on to the laptop to go on Plenty of Fish. And I had started dating and I was in the city and just really wanted to be Carrie Bradshaw. So I started writing about my dating life. So I called it Jaded Dating because I was like, Jaded is exactly how we all feel with dating. Mm -hmm. And I started writing about my own dating life, but then I took things from my dissertation. I also started doing columns such as dating lessons from Jane Austen. I love that. So this sort of career was always meant to be when I didn't even realize it was just because I was so passionate about giving dating advice and people used to always say to me at such a young age you're really good at being single and at the time I was like oh I just thought I had to be but I guess it's what we've just talked about and the fact that 
I'm just really optimistic maybe mm -hmm. as well as that obsession that I've had with it. Um, I went to night classes at university. Um, so I studied things like evolutionary psychology so I could write about the science of attraction and all our caveman instincts. Oh, give us a, like some advice and like, or some of the findings you came across for that. I'm actually not going to do that oh. on this episode because my lecturer, Dr. Manny McLeod, is going to come on. Oh, perfect. One so you can our, really dig into the, the findings of there's that. There's going to be a very interesting episode Ooh. coming up um, on the science of attraction. I did dark fairy tales. So yeah, I just kept doing it that way. And then three years ago, I went on a speed dating night when I first moved back to Glasgow and there was nobody for me, but I was like, this, this interests me big time. So brazen as ever, I just emailed the company the next day and I was like, are you looking for another host? And they're like, yeah, we are actually. So for the last couple of years, I've been hosting speed dating for one or two nights a month. And then I was talking to the single people in Glasgow and everybody was saying the same. They're so fed up of the dating apps. And then I was noticing that as the months were going on, people, out, so it kind of started off people in their late 40s, early 50s, and it was just getting younger and younger to the point that people in the, who were 22 were coming speed dating going, just fed up of the apps. And I imagine <laughs> being 22 and fed up of yeah. the apps. So I started talking to singles and going, why did you come here? And trying to do a little bit of research, which was just out of interest. I also find that people just naturally were telling me like their dating dilemmas, their stories. I just seem to really click with people and, and have this trust. And I know I'm an empathetic person as well as remaining positive. So like with the speed dating, when people come along, what do they expect? Because I've never been speed dating. It's always been a kind of fascination for me. Like uh, part of me is like, oh, should I go? Is it going to be people that I'm attracted to or people that personality-wise I like, get on with. So, you know, people like that, that would be one of my fears. What happens if I don't meet anyone that night? So what can people expect when they come along to one of your speed dating events? That is everyone's fear. And I just say to people, I can't promise that you will meet your perfect person at that night, but I can promise that you'll have a good time. When I was on BBC Radio with um, Paul C. Brunson from- Oh, he's delicious. <laughs> he is, he is chocolate in every way possible, isn't he? Um, from Celebs Go Dating and Married at First Sight. Um, I was on with him because of my speed dating work. And he said that he believed speed dating was the single best thing a person could do. And he, we ended up just through kind of general chit chat. We basically said it was like the gym because you're practicing your dating game. So if you've got 12 three minute dates, you're just practicing your dating game. Yeah, and I was like, well, sense. like the gym, you won't regret it because at the end of every speed dating night, people do say to me, do you know what? I didn't even meet someone I want to date, but I had a really good time. And I was like, hmm. So I started thinking, why is that? And I was like, do you know what it is? It is because we're social animals mm -hmm. and just coming and speaking to other people. So you'll find that women are maybe talking to other women. They're both single parents. Their kids are the same age. They're both at the same stage in their life and none of their friends are. And, you know, you're getting dressed up and you're just talking to people in real life rather than sitting swiping. So I started my own business based on all the feedback I had and realizing what was missing. Then the pandemic happened. However, I would say the pandemic has been a bit of a blessing in disguise because now people are craving mm -hmm. that more than ever. 
But because of the pandemic at the start of lockdown, I had obviously been on, you know, LinkedIn, all the other socials, connecting with people who worked in the dating industry. And that's when I met celebrity dating coach James Priest. And we he was like, I found your blog. So we had a Zoom call and he said, do you want to become a dating coach? And I was like, yeah, actually, maybe I do. Like what you do is really interesting. So I became a member of his team last oh, year yes, and yes. I'm now working towards my qualification. Yes, I love that. So long story short, <laughs> I mean, it is a long story into how I became a dating coach, but it really was a 10 year journey. Yeah. And it's really funny reflecting on it now that it was always meant to be this way. So if is there a particular celebrity or person you would love to coach and why? <laughs> well, as a massive reality TV fan, there's the list could be endless, but there might be people that uh, our listeners don't know. But I will give an example of someone who's on the telly right now. So there's obviously we are just approaching the season finale of Married at First Sight at the Which time of I'm loving I know it's so good best show ever I've always been a fan but this year is my favorite Maybe I would do that I would genuinely apply for that show I would love it <laughs> and I genuinely want to be one of the expert panels so working <laughs> on my way um you'll need to apply before I get that job though. oh but I'm not single at the moment oh you're not oh well that's fine I might just like ditch and I'm like can I just do this program <laughs> you apply to <laughs> I actually have a friend who does want to apply so it's okay you stay in your happy relationship <laughs> and we'll watch her um so there's a contestant on that at the moment called Morag who's lovely um she's a veterinary nurse you can tell that she's been through a lot of trauma in her life but the whole thing is with this guy that she's been set up with Luke who's just an absolute darling she's just like oh it's not what I ordered it's not what I ordered and then she's trying to like change how he dresses she wants him to be more confident she wants him to actually be more argumentative and aggressive as well and really she is so stuck in the box like she's from Essex and it's almost that cliche Essex thing of like really muscular and tanned and and wears like the designer clothes and with no socks with and no, shoes. Yeah, no socks, oh, no shoes. Imagine, imagine sniffing the feet of that. Oh, don't. <laughs> Men are vile enough. People, please wear socks. <laughs> oh, please, please. Especially wear. now it's winter months. You, socks are essential. <laughs> now that's winter and the summer wear socks. <laughs> um, but she just so has in her head this cliche so I think she's definitely gone for the same type of guy every time and clearly every time she's had her heart absolutely broken and there's so one it's like a habit isn't it she's stuck in that kind of habit so it's like she'd be perfect to coach because then you can try and get her out this same I mean this is exactly what I went through you go through you track the same kind of people right yeah and she's so in one of the episodes the man that she set up with Luke he actually says, I know I'm not the man you wanted, but I'm the man you need. And I was like screaming yes at the telly because... <laughs> yes, yes, what yes. I, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That sounded a little bit more excited than what I was, okay. Better <laughs> make Ryan there. Yeah, no. <laughs> right, Sally. Um, but that's what I do as I, as I coach single people, as I help them establish the difference between their wants and their needs. Like you want a guy who's six foot four, but you need a man that's kind. And I help singles realize that 
and firmly say, now I know exactly what I need, exactly what I want, so that they're confident when they go out dating and that then they ask for it when they meet people. And if that person that they've met doesn't fulfill their wants and needs, they can say, okay, well, that's not good enough for me. Goodbye and move on. So that her specifically, which obviously she's got the expert panel anyway, but that type of person. Perfect. Great choice. Great selection. So I thought we would end today's episode with a little game that I love to play when I first meet people as friends. I can't believe I've actually not done this with you before. I'm a bit nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> it's so exciting. I actually learned this game back when I was 22, 23 and I worked for a club. So the HR manager came and did like a sort of team build with us. So I'm going to ask you, it's a really fun personality quiz. It's not psychometrics. It's not intense. It's just a little bit of fun. It's a proper laugh. And I highly recommend you do it with all your friends. Okay. You can do it with your work friends. But I also, I always do it with guys when I first start maybe chatting to them Mm -hmm. and dating. And it's just, so I thought, well, I can't ask all of our guests to do this because once you know the answers, you would change how you see it. But hopefully this is something that our listeners can take away with them to do, as well as getting to know us a little bit more. So I'm going to write down the answers and then we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. So question number one, I want you to describe, I want you to tell me what your favourite colour is. That doesn't matter, but what you need to do is three words to describe it. So for example, when I did it, I said pink because it was girly, bright and versatile. So any colour and any three descriptive words. Okay, so you want me to tell you the colour? You can do, yeah. Okay, um, it's actually blue. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me feel calm. Calm. Uh, happy and relaxed. Happy and, I mean, really calm and relaxed at the same okay, time. Rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Rejuvenate. So it's descriptive words for rejuvenating. Like blue, like the ocean. Okay, question number two. Your favourite animal in three words to describe the animal. Okay, it's an alpaca. <laughs> oh. uh, fluffy, cute. It makes me happy. Makes me smile. So, so am I saying three words to describe the alpaca? Yeah. All right, okay, so. So three words to describe the animal. So it's not about how you feel. Okay, it's right. Yeah, so fluffy, cute, uh, noisy. Okay, and finally, this one's a wee bit tricky, so I'll, I'll give you a few different examples. Is your favourite liquid and three words to describe it? So you could say a bubble bath because it's hot, warm and bubbly. I was not thinking that kind of or- thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> or you could say wine because it's zesty, fruity and refreshing. Okay. So any type of liquid and three words to describe it. Okay, well, gin. Um, because versatile, you get so many different types of gin. Taste is so good. And um, relaxing. I feel relaxed when I have a gin. 
okay, so that's that's the game over. It's oh. really, really quick. So that's how it's really fun. Um, so you can do it over voice notes and texts when you're first chatting to someone or you can this do it while, while sitting in a bar. I've done it in group settings before. It's so funny if you do it with people who are maybe already an established couple. So number one, describe your favorite color. So you said calm, happy and rejuvenating. So how you describe your favorite color is how people see you. Oh, I mean, do you feel that when you see Yeah, me? of course I do. <laughs> Um, you definitely can me and I'm always happy around you so Andrew so yeah definitely the second one is how you describe your favorite animal so you said fluffy cute (laughs) and noisy and how you describe your favorite animal is how you describe your perfect partner fluffy (laughs) (laughs) I actually really expected you to say dog and have the word loyal in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, dog is like, it, it, dog's very close. I mean, yeah, I really, uh, that's quite a common one though. Anyway. I just never see dog as an animal though. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Member. So yeah, I said fluffy, cute and noisy. But I actually had an ex-boyfriend a couple of years ago that I did this game with and he said tortoise because we, we both did love tortoise and he described it as old, slow <laughs> <laughs> and wrinkly. <laughs> and I was like, thanks <laughs> um, okay so how you describe your favorite liquid so you said versatile tasty and relaxing so how you describe your favorite liquid is how you describe your sex life oh so I said what did I say versatile yes tasty and relaxing oh, yes and that's spot on that's spot on. I have honestly because I've been doing this game for like 11 years some of the reactions <laughs> some of the words I remember once I was in a group of people and one of the girls bless her she was so cute and she was like eh she's English as well and she actually did work in Disney as a Disney princess so you can imagine just how pretty yeah. and, and sweet she was She's like, eh, puddles, splish, splash, splosh. <laughs> and that way everybody was like, ah, ew. <laughs> so so yeah, amazing. It's such a fun game. That's a honestly. fun game. Do it with your friends. Everyone try it because it's a, that's actually really funny. I love it. It's so funny. I love it. Um, it, it always goes down well. Apart yeah. from once I was chatting to this guy and he went, no, I'm not playing these type of games. What a load of, and I was like, oh, you're just so boring. He's a fun sponge. Yeah, he was just, oh, yeah. But I'm not even going to him because it was like 5,000 things wrong. But yeah, so I'm so glad you enjoyed the game. So one thing that we are going to do with every episode is we're going to ask our guest to give us a song based on either their story or their subject to add to the All About Dating playlist on Spotify. So to get started, it would make sense that both Jane and I give our songs for the playlist and why we're doing it. So Jane, what song are you giving our listeners? Well, um, when I was single, I would listen to this soundtrack over and over so it was the Bridget Jones soundtrack because I felt like I re- I was I was Bridget Jones like I related to her um but there's one song in the soundtrack called um Stop Look Listen so Stop Look Listen to Your Heart uh, sung by Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye and when that's played in the movie it's like when she's just um met um was Colin Firth oh actually maybe it's Hugh Grant I can't remember which one it was but she's in love she's happy she's all giddy that feeling you get when you 
at the beginning stage of dating someone and you're just so excited but i just love that song so yeah that would be mine what's yours brilliant well my song is a taylor swift song i am the biggest taylor swift fan <laughs> and actually at speed dating the other night it was quite a young age group and i always get told i'm like different celebrities um, at every speed date night, it's always a different celebrity. And they're always massive compliments from Anna, Anna Williamson to Catherine Ryan. I've had them all. And this girl, bless her, she was about 20. She was like, oh, you're like Taylor Swift. And I was like, I am like Taylor Swift. I just write, <laughs> not in music form, but I tell you all my life. And when her song Blank Space came out, I related to it so much and in a way that I laughed because I was like, that is exactly how people see me is they're like, oh, she just dates all the time and it's always a different guy, but she can't <laughs> quite keep hold of them. And, oh, she's dressed like a daydream because I always wear like skirts and I'm always girly, but she's such a nightmare. And just that persona that she had, I've absolutely had that as well. So I really, really relate to that particular song. So that's yes. my song for the playlist. The first two songs on the playlist. Love it. Can't wait to see it build up as our guests appear on each of the episodes. I know, I'm really excited. Well, that is the end of our episode. I hope you've all enjoyed it. If you have any questions about dating or want to tell us any of your hilarious dating stories that we should share with our listeners, you can email us on allaboutdating at gmail.com. And we have some amazing guests lined up for the next coming episodes. So definitely stay tuned thank you for listening to this episode of all about dating if you enjoyed this episode please do give us a review and don't forget to subscribe to us on spotify and apple and you can send us your thoughts messages and any dating stories or dilemmas by sliding into our dms my instagram is jd.dating and jane's is swipe forever after or you can email us at allaboutdatingpodcast at gmail.com Thanks for listening.